0: Welcome to the podcast. This is Legacy, a mom podcast. I'm Tina. I get to do this with Brett, my daughter. How are you doing today, Brett? Good. That's so good. Uh, you went to MOPS today. For those of you who don't know what MOPS is, it's Mothers of Preschoolers. I used to do it when you guys were little. Actually, I think it was more when Zach and Carlene were little. I don't know if I went when mm. you guys were little or not. I don't remember. Isn't it yeah. weird? But it's really good. If you have a MOPS program at your church, I want to encourage you to go there. Did you enjoy it was a good today it's always good it's so fun i love I these love girls it. so much
1: it's like the best community if That's you so if awesome. you haven't near you highly recommend it
0: yeah they don't pay us to say that either <laughs> no so no <laughs> so last week we did a whole episode on boundaries. And we felt like, you know what, let's take this down to an even deeper level and actually get all up in your business. Because I feel like there needs to be I want to give you guys practical application to what we talk about, right? I think last week, you and I were talking with such a good overview of what right. boundaries really look like. But as a Jesus mom, like with, there's so many distractions mm-hmm. in our world today. I mean, I, I'm an older mom and I I find that some of the same distractions that you guys wrestle with, I wrestle with as well. And right. I, I've had to learn to set boundaries personally in my own life on some of these things. Yeah. So maybe we should just like start at the beginning. Like I have a let's list. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's just talk, just, about, let's it just talk about it. All right, so the biggest elephant in the room, I feel like social media and yes. boundaries with social media. Yes, I, I feel like for me personally, I struggle here. This is a place where I can I can struggle and I'm having to be extremely disciplined mm-hmm. to not allow that to be something that takes up hours of my time. So right. do you get a report on your phone? I get a report every Sunday of how much time I've spent on social media.
1: No, I think that's a great idea. I have just personally really disciplined myself in this area and really set hard boundaries for myself. And that's what made the biggest difference for me in this area. So like um, examples, I do not go on my phone when... I'm with my kids. My kids are my focus when they're awake. And, and I know that if I don't have that hard boundary and I pick up my phone, I am nine times out of 10 going to click on whatever Instagram, open it, and then you're aimlessly scrolling. And 30 minutes later, you've just wasted all that time and your kids are doing oh, who knows what. At that point, <laughs> but it, they're not little forever. It takes away from being able to spend that time with them and being able to speak life into them. You know, the enemy loves to distract us, he loves yeah. it because a broken home leads to very large, wide paths of destruction later in life. So, you know, when we're not focused, as moms on our children and in the home, then it can really bring us into our kids into a dark place later on.
0: Well, I like that boundary. When you're with your kids or your family, you're not on your phone. That's a great, that's a great boundary. Yeah, put it in another Um, room. I mean, for me, it's me and Rod. There's so much opportunity. He works from home and I'm working at home and there's so much opportunity for me to just mindlessly scroll through my phone and so the boundary that I've set for myself is is I I won't spend more time on social media or on my phone, period, than I do in the word and praying. Yeah. That's and that's, that's the other boundary. thing. The enemy will
1: use, you know, all these distractions to pull you from your time with Christ and your relationship with Jesus is number one. I mean, yeah. that's that's above all else. So yeah, if you're constantly giving in to these distractions, mainly <laughs> talking about social media
0: then that's gonna pull you away from spending time with with God and in the Word. The other boundary that I have with my phone is is I do not keep my phone in my bedroom. Like at night, my phone mm-hmm. gets plugged into my office and I leave it there. I do not bring my phone into the bedroom. Yeah. Because I feel like it's so easy for me to sit there and scroll. And there's so many studies that if you're on your phone, how much that affects your sleep. Those are some just really good boundaries. I do have on my phone where I get every Sunday, I get a report on how much time I've spent on my phone. And I yeah. literally, like just this past Sunday, I looked at Rod and I'm like, how did I spend three hours on my phone every day? I don't even remember picking it up that much, but it mm-hmm. that's how quickly you can eat up time just scrolling along on your phone. What do you think the draw is? like? I find it's an addiction. It's almost like a addiction. But here's the thing. Like if we're living,
1: walking with Christ, we're living in freedom. So now you're talking about addiction and that's so true but we've been set free from addiction. So we need to focus on that. And we need to, what I've really you know, honed in on here is there's been lots of times um, where I've just, the Holy Spirit has strongly convicted me. If I pick up my phone and I don't even realize it, if I do that and I start going on social media, I feel that conviction and it's heating those convictions that's yeah. so important. Um, yeah. And that's like how, that's so freeing to just know that like- I'm not addicted to it. i can I can recognize it. You know, the Holy Spirit checks me. I
0: recognize it, and I can set it down and walk away. And I think yeah. we really need we really need to do that, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. It's leaning into the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. when you do feel that check, then stepping away from it. And if you yeah. can't step away from it, if you do f- have if you found like for me personally, I got to the place where that was the first thing I opened when I opened my phone. It's like my yeah. I, my I just automatically clicked on it. Yeah. And if you get to that place where what is it that you can pray through? Well, you can pray through that addiction. It's maybe it's sensuality. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Maybe it's apathy. Mm-hmm. It's a way to escape from what's going on in your home. You know, there's mm-hmm. things there that you can pray through that will give you the freedom to be able not to do that anymore because it becomes. Mm-hmm. It becomes that thing that controls you. Anything that controls you that you can't control has become bondage in your life. Like you're tied to that, you know. And And, you're very dangerously close to making that an idol. I agree. Okay, so I think we're pretty clear. There needs to be some boundaries with social media these discipline boundaries discipline boundaries yep and then tv Mm. you know the big thing is netflix and chill right (laughs) (laughs) i was just
1: talking to a friend today at mops it is like finding a needle in a haystack to find a decent show these days i'm not gonna lie it's it's so
0: true it's so hard like rod and i you know we'll we don't really turn the tv on until later in the like much later after supper during the day Mm. and for us like we try to find like a series we can watch or something yes and lately we you know we'll turn on a series and there's so much stuff in there i don't need to be watching right culture has so entrapped what's going Mm. on and feeding all of this stuff you know through tv and it's so hard to find something that you know maybe a documentary or something like that or, yeah. you know, Wicked Tuna, we found Wicked Tuna is pretty fun. <laughs> but we watch documentaries a lot too. Those are good. Yeah. yeah, they are good. Zach's really big about watching documentaries. A lot of times he will refer us to them, yeah. you know, like certain ones that he's watched that he's really liked. But I've found like just regular TV anymore, there's mm-hmm. so much identity issues and yeah. sexual issues and stuff mm-hmm. that are just infiltrating what we're watching and what you said yeah. on the podcast last week was so good when you said that we should not be entertained by what God has set us free from.
1: Yeah. And that yeah.
0: that really resonated with me and what I am allowing my eyes to watch but for mm-hmm. our kids as well. We have yeah. to be on top of the boundaries you know with TV with our kids cuz even now some of the mainstream stuff that our kids mm-hmm. used to watch that was that was good stuff have allowed a lot of this gender and identity and all kinds of stuff to infiltrate it. And now our young little minds are being exposed to this stuff and they shouldn't be. So I think it was parents, you know, when I was at your house last time, your kids were watching VeggieTales sitting at the table and I'm like, that's (laughs) so cool, I love VeggieTales. Listen, (laughs) I know there's some people, there's some people don't let their kids
1: watch while they're eating. I do from time to time, but the rule is: if you're sitting at the table and watching TV while you're eating, you're watching Veggie Tales, or you're watching what I choose.
0: <laughs> right,
1: you're going to be good spiritually. If that that's mm-hmm. the rule.
0: Yeah, and I think it's much easier when your kids are little, like yours. Your yeah, kids are yeah. young; they're three and one. Where. When they get to be teenagers, you know, or even older, like, you know, older in elementary school, like fifth graders, maybe sixth graders. But once they hit middle school and on, I feel like that's a whole lot harder. You know, yeah. and so I, I'm going to touch on a button here, but that's like allowing your kids to have these phones that they can have access to all kinds of media on right. at young ages. And yeah. and I think that needs to be a hard and fast boundary, too, is that our kids, honestly, when I have, I think you and Mark were on the very beginning cusp of being able to have a cell phone yeah. in high school, I believe it was. I um, think it was high school. You guys got phones in high school, school, but they were like flip phones or something. They didn't have smartphones back then. But Zach and Carlene are definitely that Gen Z generation that has grown up with nothing but cell phones and smartphones. And I will say as a mom, I saw Carlene in particular go through so many hard times because she had that phone. Mm -hmm. And it was such a tool of the enemy, you know, I had Mm -hmm. to be on it like constantly like sitting down with her Let's look at your phone. What's going on? But gee these kids know how to hide stuff, you know Even the best kid struggles because they're influenced so much by their friends And so many of their friends have had phones and social media since they were in elementary school You know And as a mom an older mom now looking back I think Honestly, I would not have allowed Zach and Carlene to have smartphones mm-hmm. until they were almost ready to graduate. And really, at that point, they're not even old enough because the frontal lobe is not developed yet. But right. just setting those boundaries for our kids—it's so yeah. countercultural now for younger kids to not have a smartphone and not right. be on social media. I was just well, talking to a girlfriend. Is
1: just walking away from boundaries is, is the. A big issue right now. Yeah, so.
0: boundaries is really countercultural. But I was just talking yeah. to a girlfriend who her daughter was being bullied horribly by kids from her school. And like the school has no idea what's going on behind the scenes and stuff like that. And, you know, that's what happens. And there's a lot of information out there for kids, but there is Gab. What is it? Um, I'll have to I'll link it up in the show notes. I can't remember exactly what um, company it is, but they have phones for specifically for children that look like smartphones, but they're not able to get on all the crap that's out there with a smartphone, right. so, but our kids need boundaries there. Our kids need boundaries in with TV, you yeah. know, and be aware of what your kids are watching and right. all of that stuff. Let's talk about music.
1: Hmm. you know, it's I like, I,
0: like you just said before what I said last time about with music,
1: my thing is, is I'm not gonna sit here and sing about the things that Jesus has set me free from. So when you sit down and, and think about it and you, you start listening to the music, that really is what hit me because I'm like, okay, what am I saying? Because our, our, our words are powerful. We've talked about this. They can speak uh-huh. life or death. And what we're singing, we don't even realize our brain is picking up and we're feeding what we're singing to our soul. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So we, we have to be very careful because we're speaking those words to ourselves essentially. Mm-hmm. So what are we singing about? What are we saying to ourselves? I think it's so, so important. I think, you know, we've really missed the mark here. I think many of us do because it's like, oh, it's just, it's just a song. It's no big deal. But really, is it though, because if you really listen to what you're saying, is that something that you would be face-to-face with Jesus and sing that song to? Because Um, I think we need to start
0: thinking that way. Yeah, I, for me personally, I remember when you guys were little, I would play praise and worship music in the car. But then I would go back and forth like between that and country music. And at, at some point, the Holy Spirit really convicted me that Listen to the words, like you said, listen to the words that you're singing, you know, and I think for us as believers, well, I'll just listen to country music, I'm not going to go to, you know, the Mm -hmm. rock and all Mm -hmm. of that stuff. But if you listen to the words, it's not edifying to other people and to yourself. You, yeah. you really do. And so I've started just listening to praise and worship Christian contemporary music or whatever, mm-hmm. even in our home. And yeah. when I have tried to go back and listen to like maybe country music or something like that, it just it, it doesn't feel my wrong. soul. No, it, and it doesn't, doesn't. It's not satisfying anymore. Yeah. At yeah. All. But what I love is when I ride in the car with you and, you know, your kids start chiming in and start, and I do this with Tanya, you know, I'll be in the car with Tanya and Elijah and and Danny will start just belting out praise and worship music and they start singing it in their homes too, like out of the blue. Those are the songs that they know that they have been raised by. And I know both of you play praise and worship music in their bedrooms very low at night because the enemy, he, he hates to hear it. And I really do believe that worship in, we should have Sharon on because Sharon will tell you, my friend Sharon Tedford, she'll tell you, worship is spiritual warfare. When you're listening, what you're listening to is feeding your kids souls as well. And I think that's a real gut check for me is like, Mm -hmm. what are they listening to? What is feeding their minds? And Mm -hmm. so being aware of that. Another boundary that I wanna talk about Um, Especially for us who are believers, I think it's really easy as a mom to think that I'm not serving Jesus unless I'm either at the church every time the doors open Mm -hmm. or the big thing now is I have to, you know, minister on social media. And we already just had this conversation about the boundaries of social media. I want to encourage you, especially young moms, and I encourage you and Tanya this way, too, is that your primary mission field is in your home. Yeah. and i have seen parents and grown you know kind of co- you know been parenting at the same time where these parents found so much of their own worth and value in serving at the church that mm-hmm. they were there every time the doors were open and their kids were left at home and their kids ended up shipwrecked mm-hmm. and i you know not that your kids can't end up shipwrecked even if you're doing all the things you know you, God was a perfect parent, and look what happened to Adam and Eve, right? That's what I always say. But here's here's the thing, you don't have to be at the church every time the doors open. And a lot of what happened with those kids And this was several families, not just one, is that those kids grew up to resent the church because the church took them away from them all the time. I think there needs to be some healthy boundaries in service. If you have time after you've discipled your kids and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing at home Mm -hmm. to maybe be a greeter or work in the nursery or do all of those things, then I think go for it, Yeah, you know, go for that. But be aware that the enemy will use good and yeah. and mm-hmm. take the good things in your life and make them things that end up working for him and not for the right. kingdom of God. Right. So I don't. Are right. there any other things you can think of that, as moms, um, we need to set yeah. boundaries? I think. In general, first of all, a
1: lot of what we're saying here is really lean into the Holy Spirit when you are talking about boundaries, like uh, music or TV or social media. If you set your boundaries and if you are if you're getting those checks in your spirit, really lean into that. Really listen to that. It's very very important. That's what keeps me on the straight and narrow. That's what keeps me, it gives me, he gives me direction and he gives me focus. And um, the other thing too is we have to have boundaries to keep us from falling into sin you know god does that for us he has his boundaries he gave us his word but we too in our day-to-day we can easily fall into sin when we don't have boundaries so for example say i don't know maybe you've struggled with alcohol maybe that's that that's a, a boundary that you have to put up you know i can't be around it i can't whatever you know if if someone if you're allowing someone into your home and they like to have some alcohol maybe a boundary for you is is hard no like please don't bring that into my home like i i cannot you have to have those boundaries whether you're going to be liked or not mm-hmm. um it, it's, it's taking care of of yourself too it, it's taking care of your relationship with christ you know like i just said if you don't have boundaries you're falling into sin then what's happening with your relationship with christ that's pulling you away from him that's putting up dividers with him so these boundaries are so very important boundaries you know with your kids what do you what you're allowing your other people to introduce to your kids within your home i understand that like you can't always control the things that they're exposed to in this world when they're not with you but you can control what is happening within the walls of your home so set those boundaries and for people when when you have people in your life that are maybe causing problems whatever it is you might need to set boundaries with those people with friends with family members because It is so important and crucial in your relationship and your walk with Christ and Uh and your spiritual growth and even your your mental state. I mean, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. So we have to be very aware of what we're feeding our souls, we have to be very intentional and disciplined Mm -hmm. in what our boundaries are. And they have to be hard and they
0: have to be firm. They have to be strict. And we really need to follow the Holy Spirit in that. I agree 100%. I feel like we could have episode three and keep going. Honestly on boundaries because they're so incredibly important in our society right now. And like you said, there are no boundaries anymore. Like I feel like the boundaries are just gone. So can you pray for the moms today for our friends? Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this time that
1: we've had together. Thank you for this podcast, for all that you're doing in us and through us. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to all of our listeners. Lord, that you would just, Holy Spirit, give them a check when they are crossing over a boundary that would cause them to fall into sin or to pull them away from you or pull them away from their children or their husbands or whatever it is, Lord, I pray that you would just speak to them and that they would heed those checks and that we would start to see more growth in setting those firm, hard boundaries that help us in our walk with you. And in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen.